Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union's special Even Up Savings Account. That's right. Just add our special Even Up Savings Account to your Radiant Checking Account, and every qualifying debit card transaction helps grow your savings. Yeah, you'll be able to build your savings every time you swipe, insert, or tap your debit card. You can even add your Radiant Debit Card to your mobile wallet. Just imagine, buy groceries. Grow your savings. Buy gas. Grow your savings. Buy coffee. Grow your savings. Yes, it's just that easy. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening your new Even Up Savings account today and start earning more from your spare change. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union Special Even Up Savings Account. Radiant, federally insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri this program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hi. Welcome in. Pat Dooley here. Jeff is uh, tentative. I don't know if he's going to be in or not. Some things he's had to work out. Um, And that's the interesting thing about this time of year. Even though, and I know a lot of you were upset, Stephen, about times when we wouldn't have a show and a lot of times it was because Jeff had something to do, whether it was coaching Gator Ball or, or dealing with other stuff. And sometimes it was I wanted to take a vacation, you know, which I did, or I I had something I had to do a speech, which I have to do tomorrow. And um, but now we're into the gr- you know the grind of football season, and we're planning on being here every day. However, things get in the way, and because Jeff and I both have a million jobs, things pop up. So. Uh, whether he makes it or not, uh, we'll find out. I'm not concerned about it. I can. I mean, I I'd rather have Jeff here. I love him. He's my boy. You know, he's blue. So um, we have a lot to talk about. A lot going on, and, and it's kind of like what I'm trying to come up with the right nickname for um, 
for what this week is. Because, like, you know me, I don't believe in week zero. Um, and I believe it's week one, and then week two will be next week, as far as college football is concerned. However, for the Florida Gators, next week is week one. There's no doubt about it. For Alabama, it's week one. But for college football, this is week one. There's only one significant game. I, you know, I, it's not even that significant. I've kind of talked myself into wanting to watch it because of the heat that's on Scott Frost, and I want to see Brett Bielema coaching back in college football, the most stubborn coach in the history of college football. Um, so it's kind of a weird deal. But what is this week? This week is kind of, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's just kind of there. You know, you're you're excited about college football. You certainly cannot get into the last NFL preseason games, right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I love golf, and I love, I think the FedEx Cup was a great idea, but I'm not going to get overwhelmed with anything there. I may turn it on for a while, and only if Billy Horschel's in contention or, or somebody else that I like, uh, it probably won't happen. It'll probably be a bunch of guys I don't like, or you know, most of them I've heard of. But you know, so it's it's just kind of a weird deal. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm tr- I I have the perfect name for it, the perfect name for this week of the college football season. However, I cannot say that name on the air. I'll let Big Will know about it a little bit later. Um, was that uh, was that Smagitus that was out here before? Okay, he he needs to. Um, I was thinking about this when when these quarterbacks get um, get named to be the starter, and I can't pronounce the names. I I, I think the same thing about him. He needs to kind of he needs to go. Hello, this is Aaron Rodgers, or. You're not coming through on this thing. Are you talking on it? Yeah, it was off my bad. But just call him the Smadge. The Smadge. Oh, I like that. Well, he should say that on his uh, on his uh, updates. And that's it for all the news here on WRUF. I'm the Smadge. It's catchy. Let's work on it. We're going to work on that. All right, so we got a lot going on, a lot to talk about. Hopefully we get a lot of phone calls today. I'm here alone at least. Uh, for now, and probably for the whole two hours. Um, today is the day after. You remember that? And again, nobody's going to, at least of all, Big Will and the Smadge. They are not going to remember this miniseries that was on like in the 80s called The Day After. And the day after was the day after the atomic bomb destroyed the whole world. And what were people doing? It was terrible. It was awful. It was boring. It was, it was, it was, Tragic and boring. It's hard to do that. So, um, but I was thinking about how this is the day after the big announcement by the Alliance against the rebel forces. And I heard, I think it was Matt Hayes tweeted this out and he hit it right on the head. It was a press conference about nothing. It was a Seinfeld episode. You know, it wasn't even a funny Seinfeld episode. It was just a boring Seinfeld episode. Not that there are many of those. Or not that there's anything wrong with that. But the point is, I've been trying to kind of process this for 24 hours since we talked about it yesterday. And when I come to the conclusion that we don't know, the scheduling part of it seems to be minute. 
I mean, they can't get out of all these games they've already signed contracts for. And again, I assume that Florida, uh, Utah, Florida Cal, Florida Colorado, Florida Miami have signed contracts. Maybe they aren't signed and they, that's the way to get out of it, but assuming they are, there's got to be a penalty clause in some of them. And I, I don't know. I Maybe I'll get a, a hold of uh, Scott Tric- Strickland and find out. So it's not like you can just say, we're not playing anybody from the SEC. All right, we're going to pay a bunch of money, but we're, we're not going to play anybody. And the other thing is you lose a lot of legitimacy. If you get to that point where you go, hey, we're the best team in the country. We just don't want to play anybody in the SEC. And everybody will go, uh, no, you're not. And, I mean, they're, they're, it, I was just talking to Seth about this. The amazing thing that we're sitting here with right now is we have had this incredible news over the, this entire summer where we've just gone, oh, man, transfer portal. You can now transfer for a year and, and, and still be able to play. Um, then it was, uh, what was next? Oh, the NIL, which we knew was coming, but still it was a big story when people started to get NIL stuff. And I know there's a lot of people probably sick of even talking about it or hearing about it, but it's there. Then there was the 12-team playoff. And then there was obviously Texas, Oklahoma, and how is this going to affect everything? The news that came out yesterday with that press conference was no news. And I always say no news is good news, but this wasn't good news because we are now still sitting here getting ready to go into a college football season. And, and you know me. I am excited beyond belief about this college football season. And we're sitting here, and we have no idea what anything's going to look like in a couple of years. Maybe in a year. Maybe in five. Maybe in two. We have no idea. You know, the... There is a feeling like, oh, we definitely want to expand the playoff. We just don't know. Uh, we, we just want to hold everybody ransom for what we want. We're going to vote the SEC down on anything, whatever they want. It's all being done out of spite. It's all being done out of, look at us. We're, we're, we're not out of this thing yet. The answer is always the same. Get better. Win more games. Get into the playoff. Win games in the playoff. I mean, that is still the answer all the time for this. But I don't know. It just felt like, you know, even a day later where I have no idea what yesterday meant or if it does mean something and we're about to get um, hit upside the head with a two-by-four like a wrestling move. Gordon Soley, listen to me. You know, where you – all of a sudden we're going, oh, crap, that's going to be interesting. All we know for sure, and we don't know it 100%, but we we think it's true, is that Saturday there is football, college football. And I know that I am one of the few people outside of, well, I would say outside of the southeast, but maybe just in the state of Florida, and certainly in Gainesville, that cares about Nebraska and Illinois. And that will still, after that, watch Hawaii at UCLA. I'm curious to see what what kind of product uh, Chip Kelly's putting on the field. They're a big favorites, so probably roll. After that, there's not much to watch. And again, I talked about this the other day. 
I don't know why there aren't more week one games, not week zero games, week one games. I mean, we had Florida-Miami two years ago for the week one game. Uh, Steve called in earlier, and he had a pretty good name for what we should call the first week, the week zero, and then the the, the actual first week. He said soft opening and grand opening of college Ah, football. That's not bad. Friends and family, like we had at uh, Spurs, we have those friends and family openings, and you only invite certain people in. That's not bad. I kind of like it. I've got a better one for you, but I again, I can't say it on the radio. All right, let's go ahead and take a call, and then we will get to our first break. Art, what is going on? How about it, Pat? You doing all right? I'm hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. I worked really hard today for a retired guy. <laughs> hey, where where are you speaking tomorrow? I am in Lakeland, uh, Florida, uh, speaking okay. to all the great Gators down there. And it's funny because... They're going to have a uh, – before that, they're inducting somebody into, like, their Hall of Fame, I think, and it's Fred Ridley who's from that area and, uh, of course, the uh, chairman of, of the Masters. And I'm going to get up there and I'm going to go, you know, Fred, when I played your course, didn't really like the bunkers, but uh, <laughs> I, not, then I won't be invited back ever. Uh, when, you, when are you planning on talking to the touchdown club? I have it written down. It's uh, I don't I can't tell you off the top of my head – but it's definitely coming up. Okay. Uh, one, one last uh, thing. Uh, I played in your golf tournament and had a wonderful time, and I won a raffle drawing for a free tailgate from that company, Rebel. Is that how, is that how you pronounce well, it? Well, yeah, it's the tailgate guys, but yeah. I, I don't... Yeah, yeah. They, they were the whole 10 sponsor, remember? Yes. I, well, they, actually, they were on two. Okay, okay. Well, in, anyway. Um, Maybe, oh, yeah, I think they did. No, they were on two. Maybe that's the problem. You thought it was on 10. Maybe. you know. Maybe we so, shouldn't so, give as much beer out to everybody who plays. No, nah, it was too much water, I think. But anyway, <laughs> if you get a chance to swing by, ask, ask me what I wanted on the the banner. That thing comes with a banner and a TV and yeah. a table and a tent. It's really a cool package. And I told them, uh, welcome to the Bob tent. Thank you, Pat. Oh. Go Gators. So, oh. <laughs> so this is for the by, look, look for the sign that says, welcome to the Bob tent. Is this the first game? First game, first game opener. Uh, I, I I will tell you this. I will tell this on the record. I'm not going to the first game, but I may go to the tailgates. So, well, here's the deal. We're we're going to be set up at from noon, and then like six o'clock, I'm going to leave and go home and watch the game on TV myself. So, if you get a chance, come by. I'll have food and drinks, and uh, I'd like to say hello. So, yeah. Well, I, I mean that that's my right big thing. It's not that yeah. I don't want to watch the game. I have a ticket for the game if I want to go, but I want to watch Georgia. And Clemson, yes. you know, yes. so well, there's a TV at the tailgate. So, <laughs> well, maybe I'll just sit out there. Hopefully, no, you have a I'll bathroom have, too. I'll have libations. <laughs> libations. Libations. Libations with for celebration. There you go. That's right. That's well. Have a good one, Pat. Thanks for taking my call. All right, I appreciate it. All right, I've been invited to three tailgate parties now. I'm tempted. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, and we we continue to see issues out there with different schools doing different things. Uh, and and by the way, yesterday on the tailgate, we talked about how you Florida cannot demand that you get vaccinations. It's against the rules. It's against the governor's rules or whatever. Um, and so when somebody tweeted something about Florida would follow LSU, and I, I said, well, look, let me get this out there 
to let people know. I got it from a good source. And so I did, and of course everybody was make because of what I screwed up last weekend, previous weekend about tailgates, and that was my bad. And I listened to somebody and um, and and tweeted something. I, I I should have checked it out, and I've been told I should have checked it out. But anyway, the point is, Strickland came on um, well, Steve Russell's show today and said, "Yeah, no, we can't do anything about it. We can't demand vaccinations. We can't demand." Uh, that you've been tested, it's just going to be kind of a free-for-all in those terms. You know, everybody's going to come in. Well, if you didn't test positive, if you, I mean, if you've not tested positive, good. If you've had the vaccinations, good. But the funny thing is, because some idiot, and I, I do say idiot, tweeted that, well, that means there'll be no, or there'll be uh, vaccination checks for all Gator games because Dooley's always wrong. He was implying that. First of all, I'm not always wrong. I'm right a lot. A lot. I was wrong on this one. I have apologized for being wrong. And I, I, it's not like me to be wrong because I usually check things out and I usually go all the way to the top. However, I, it was amazing to me to see the number of people who then went, well, I'm not going to any games now. I'm not going to games. Forget it. I'm selling my tickets. I'm not going to. Games. And this is what I'm talking about with what the what the uh, crowd is going to be for the opener. Like I I've set the over under at seventy thousand. Okay, some of the way people were leaning. I know they've sold sixty one thousand season tickets, and I started to go maybe I'm underestimating. And then I see things like that, and I go oh, maybe I'm not underestimating. I don't know. I don't think we know. That is. Like, there are a hundred questions I have about this Florida football team. And this is one of them, is what will the crowds be like? we pretty sure it'll be packed for Alabama. I don't know what it's going to be like for the opening game. I have no idea. I mean, it could be in the 60s. Or it could be that everybody who says, well, I'm not going to go, and again, people are saying, I don't want to go if they're going to say I had to be vaccinated. I don't want you at the game. No, I'm not going to be there, so I guess I don't care, but I care about other people in my family and other people in other people's families about you spreading a, a virus that is killing people daily. So I don't care if you go or not. I, I don't want you to go personally, but that's that's my opinion. And again, if when I give my opinion, I tend to get in trouble. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Pat Dooley hosting the show today, and we will be back with uh, more of your calls. Randy, you'll be up next, uh, 392-8255 if you want to get in. I also want to ask everybody, all right, the Georgia-Clemson game, A, who you're rooting for, but let's take it a step further. UCLA versus LSU. I want to know who you're rooting for there. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Ethan Sanabra. The Tampa Bay Rays will play the Philadelphia Phillies in the end of a two-game stand today. Standing at 78-48 and 48 with the best record in the AL, the Tampa Bay Rays look to continue their dominance. All coverage of the final game in a two-game stand begins at 6.30. In soccer, the Gator soccer team returns to the pitch against interstate rivals, the UCF Knights. In the NFL, former Georgia running back Sony Michelle has been traded from the New England Patriots to the Los Angeles Rams. 
the Rams will be giving up a late round pick for the running back services and is presumably the starter. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ethan Sanabria. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, I've got a cool announcement for you. This is Jamil from the Mealy Pop Shop here in Gainesville, and I've been working on something very special for our state, the great state of Florida. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd to the 5th, we are hosting Collectors Con. It's going to be a very special convention for all types of collectors. We're going to have sports cards, sports memorabilia, comic books, Pokemon cards, Funko Pops, as well as many autograph signers. These include Wander Franco, you know, from the Tampa Bay Rays. It's actually going to be his first official public signing, as well as Antonio Brown from the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks. Visit our website, www.collectors-con.com, for ticket information. Follow us on Instagram as well, at collectors underscore con. You can also win tickets for this event on the tailgate, so listen to Jeff and Pat over the next couple weeks. Don't forget the dates. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through 5th, at the Tampa Bay Convention Center, Collectors Con 2021. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. This is an audio demo of the new Sonic app. Just look at that menu. Here are some of the Sonic classics clearly. I'll customize my tots by adding those. Gotta get the ocean water. What is that color? An ocean blue? See that? Drinks and slushes are always half price in the app. And this is how you do the contactless payment. Will you look at that? I guess you can't. But you can when you order in the Sonic app. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. See app for details. Mobile ordering available at select locations. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. There is only one headball coach, and you can hear him every Tuesday right here. Steve Spurrier joins Shane Matthews and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill to bring you inside the huddle. The HBC's analysis, thoughts, and opinions on everything from the Gators and the SEC to the national football landscape. Live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, right here on WRUF. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. 
What about you, Big Will? Are you going to watch the uh, Nebraska at Illinois 1 o'clock on Fox? Are you into, into watching the very first kickoff of the season? Absolutely. I couldn't miss it. And I'm also really excited for UCLA and Hawaii. Under-talked about game. Dorian yeah. Thompson-Robinson. Just it's a it's a cool ETR, game. ETR baby, he'll bring it. I they're supposed to be really good. They like twenty starters back, so I'm curious to find out with them. But I am curious who people will root for in the UCLA versus uh, LSU game because I think I know where everybody's rooting for Clemson Georgia. However, there may be somebody out there that go, hey, I'm rooting for the SEC, man. It's SEC. It just means more. It just means more. Say it over and over again. But there's a part of me that goes, nah, I want Clemson. I want Clemson, even though I don't want to hear about Clemson anymore. And Clemson has no other difficult games the rest of the year. I think they play uh, Bradford high. And then I think the next game is against, um, I think it may be against uh, St. Mary's, which is a basketball school. Doesn't have football. So I mean, they play Villanova as well. Villanova in Georgetown. <laughs> That's who they've got on their schedule. Uh, let's go get Randy's call and see what he wants to talk about today. What's up, Randy? What's going on, Ted? It just means more down here in the SEC. And as much as I hate Georgia, I'll root for them. And I no. root for LSU. Oh. Yeah. I, oh. I, 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 I got to, man. I mean, you know, when we play Georgia, I want us to play them at their best. So if we have an opportunity to knock them off, I would think it looks better for us. I liked them in the nineties when they, Florida always played them at their worst. Well, I, I did too because I remember <laughs> I stepped in the Hartsfield Jack, stepped in the Hartsfield Jazz with my Gator top on, and someone said, "You need to take off that Gator top." I said, "Why? I still owe them eighty thousand dollars. Are you going to pay for it?" <laughs> and they said, "Well, we're, you're 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 in Atlanta now." I said, "Well, you weren't saying that when Spurry was whipping your butt up and down the field for all those twelve years. You weren't saying anything, were you?" So, yeah, well, here's the yeah. thing. Every every fan base has two things. They've got people that you could really be friends with that are nice people and you would get along. And we, Hey, we just disagree on who we like. And then they have obnoxious, uh, in, in George's case, it's Jidiots. Uh, in Florida's right. case, it's Gidiots. LSU, it's Lidiots. And and they're, they're just unbearable. And it, it's part of being a fan, but it's not a part I like to be around. I mean, I did it on purpose. I was really looking to see how much flack I was going to get in the city of Atlanta well, for wearing good, all that orange. Good move. All right, so here are uh, two things I got for you today, Pat. What would you consider a successful season for the Gators this year? Would it be winning the East and getting to Atlanta, winning the SEC? What's a successful season for the ball club? Well, there are different levels of success. I mean, I think if this team goes 9-3, and three, Loses the three games everybody thinks it will lose, at least the odds makers do. I it wouldn't be satisfying, but it would be it would be good enough. You know, you at least and you would probably end up very well could end up in a New Year's Six Bowl again for the fourth straight year. Uh, anything less than that is totally a a step back for the program. Um, but they win ten games and win the East. Uh, it's a huge success. Whether you beat Alabama or Texas A&M on the other side or LSU, I, you know, is not important to me. As important to me as just getting there, um, and that's the way it is. I mean, you just got to get there. Now we saw it last year. Florida was one Lindsey Scott play away from from winning that game and and still going to the playoffs even after losing to LSU. So um, yeah, I mean, 
to me, the nine and three is kind of the break even point where I'll go, yeah, they were okay. They were good. They were good. It's good that they were able to go to Kentucky, go to Missouri, uh, and win those games. Um, but they didn't win a big game. But we, as we've seen with Dan Mullen, there's always a big win in there somewhere. You know, there's been some a couple of bad losses, but there's always a big win. All right. And um, one of the second question I want to ask you, when I was still up in Gainesville, that Florida Sports Hall of Fame was in Lake City. Then it's I came back down anymore. here and they yeah. moved it. They moved it to Auburndale. Now I see it's in Port St. Lucie. I was just wondering, is there anything worth seeing in that place? I have not been there since they they redid everything. It was really cool when it was in Lake City, but they just ran out of money. They just couldn't afford it. And I I like if I was in um where'd you say it was Port St. Lucie? If I was Port Lucie now. if I was in Port St. Lucie and drove by it, I would stop and go in, but I would not make a trip there. Okay, okay. I'm kind of close down here, so I thought maybe I'd just go across. Because I don't, I just, I don't know, Randy, what they have. I mean, what they had here was really cool. What they have down there, I have no idea. Because I know it was in Cypress Gardens for a while, and I mean, it, it's just, I don't know. I don't even know who's running it anymore, to be honest with you. All right. I appreciate that. That's all I have. You have a good day, man. Take care. Appreciate it, Randy. Let's get Ted before we go to break. What's up, Ted? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Um, I, I, uh, I, because blank Georgia and blank LSU, I'm rooting against both of them. Um, but that's my boy. Yeah. (laughs) But extra against Georgia, because I'll say this, that there might've been times because I got to enjoy nineties success, um, back then where I might've rooted for Georgia. Um, just because it, it didn't bother me as much if they won because I knew that they were going to take a hammering from us later in the season. I'm just not so confident in that anymore. So I need to make sure that their confidence gets pegged any chance I get. Totally and, uh, agree with you on that. I, I The last thing I want is Georgia to beat Clemson, puff out their chest, go through the rest of their conference schedule, which is nothing until they get to Florida, and they walk in there with a lot of confidence, and we know how to win, we're undefeated. And I know Gary said, I want to beat them when they're undefeated. Well, you might not beat them when they're undefeated. I'd rather beat them when they've got three losses, you know, because that means you beat them. Uh, in the end, that every game's its own game. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm a big believer that this Georgia-Clemson game is going to be huge in regards to Florida season. It will. I'm, you know, I Win in any way you can. Um, it, it doesn't hurt my feelings that they're going to be down a few receivers and, and a pair of, of tight ends. Um, well, Kirby yeah. keeps telling everybody they're all going to be back. Everybody's going to be back, and which I think is him just saying that so that uh, Clemson prepares for those guys. But I don't know that you would prepare any differently. Whoever the tight end is, it's going to be probably a good athlete. But um, I, I – whatever they're down, whatever their situation, whatever their situation was against Florida last year. Remember all the players that were down? LeCount, who might have been the best yeah. player on that team. Um, and that, that big guy, Jordan Davis, was out. Um, so, okay, good. That makes it easier to beat you. At the end of the day, there's either a win or a loss. That's all I care about. Them's the breaks. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and lastly, kudos to LSU. Love what they're doing over there. Would have loved it had we done it here as well. Take care. Yeah, exactly. Like I said yesterday, they they just can't. They just aren't allowed to. Uh, as a public university, they've got to get permission to do that kind of thing. And I think 
uh, obviously it wouldn't be easy. It wouldn't be fun to do, and it wouldn't be make for long lines. And I know Florida's making really efforting to make it easier for you to get in because don't forget, you don't get a physical ticket. It's all done on your phone, and they're doing a lot of work to have people out there to make sure you're you're okay with that. And you you know, let me take your phone and see what your, the issue is. I mean that kind of thing, which happened at baseball last year. I I went in there with a couple of tickets that somebody had given me and sent me electronically, and you know, me and a phone just are. You would think that I would be like one of those experts at phone etiquette. I got no clue. I, I pick up my phone. I, I, I literally have to think about where, how am I going to call somebody? What app is it that I use to call them? So, uh, but, they, but that's another thing they're going to do at Florida games. They're going to really work hard to make your experience as good as possible. Talk to Scott a lot about that. All right. That will do it for this segment. We will take a break and come back with the next segment in which we talk about quarterbacks who won jobs today if only for the time being. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time. The original Quality Plumber since 1985. Quality Plumbing, their name says it all. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you've probably got the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But one visit to Oaks Jewelry will get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments you're going to get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. Proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is a one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. So check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. 
Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong with my new train variable speed system the temperature has evened up throughout the house there is much lower humidity and the unit is even generator friendly if need be so if you need your ac unit looked at call crystal air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Sea breeze storms potentially lasting into the evening, especially southward toward the I-4 corridor. Then overnight, partly cloudy skies, lows in the mid to lower 70s, patchy dense fog possible west of I-75, also along the I-10 corridor. We get a surge of tropical moisture tomorrow. That'll give us a good chance for afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms. That chance should stay elevated through the weekend. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. Justin Fields, in my opinion, outplayed Andy Dalton from what I can see in the preseason. From watching the film and looking at it, he looks like a better player than Andy Dalton right now. He can get out of harm's way. I mean, he got that stuff that I said, you know, when yep. he drafted. He's he, got it. He, I'm like, that's what it is right there. If you yeah. don't like that, then you don't like ice cream. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From pylon to pylon. We are your home for all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ballgame is tied. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. My friend Chris Harry sent me a uh, video of this song with uh, Knopfler playing. And um, it was from, I want to say it was from Wembley. But it was, fr- it was from a, uh, a Free South Africa concert or something. Anyway, Eric Clapton playing lead guitar on it. It was pretty good. How about that? Oh, Jeff's here. I forgot to tell hey, you. Hey, welcome. Sorry, I was trying to uh, create our fantasy football league and having some ah, issues. Yeah, I understand that. Work yeah. stuff. Gets in the way sometimes. Life gets in the way, as the young men at Sister Hazel once sang. They did. Let's go to the phone see what Bill's got for us. Greetings from Nashville, fellas. Hello, hey. baby. Greetings. Hey, hey. Um... You know, without us seeing uh, a whole lot of the Gators so far, it really lets uh, our imaginations run wild is uh, is what we feel like might happen this season. But um, one of the things that's really uh, stood out to me um, it, it is, of course, the, the running backs. And if you try to go back to a time in which we've had this much talent in the backfield, um, 
I mean, as I've gone back, and we've had some very talented running backs that we've not had this stable since the early 80s, um, you know, when we had Neil Anderson and Lorenzo Hampton and John L. Williams. All first-round uh, picks. Yeah. I don't know if there will be first three first-round pick. picks out of this group because running backs don't get drafted the way they used to. And they won't get That's enough true. carries. Yeah. But they didn't get a lot well, of carries, but everybody still used their running backs sure. a little more. Yeah. It was just that three yards in a cloud of dust. And, and speaking of the early 80s, there's a lot of talk about Dewan Black being put in the secondary. And who is that reminiscent of? His size is Lewis Oliver. Lewis Oliver. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's right yeah. now he's playing that star position. And um, Wesley McGriff was raving about him today, saying he's just a monster, which Florida needs. A guy back yeah. there that'll just pop people. Well, and, and he's a guy too, though, with all the struggles and things that he's had to go through. I yes. mean, that, that dude's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And, and I, think play hard. I think I think there that, and, and I see that you were going to ask about the personality of the team, Bill. I think that is going to be the personality of this team. That there aren't any stars. There's nobody walking in the door going. You know, other than maybe Kyer Elam, who I, I I will be honest with you, I've looked at a lot of film from games from last year, not film, but games, and Kyer Elam wasn't that good last year. I mean, he missed a lot of tackles. I, he yeah. he's a guy that Najee Harris hurdled in the championship game. Uh, he's got to get better. So I think everybody goes out there, everybody on this team, whether you're uh, an offensive lineman, and everybody's saying, "Oh, the offensive line stinks." Whether you're a receiver, no, no, we don't know about the receivers. They don't have Kadarius Tony. They don't have Jacob or um, Trey, uh, Trey Grimes. Whether it's a quarterback, you know, I think everybody's going to have a little chip on their shoulder, and maybe that'll work to their advantage. Yeah, and I think as the production in the NFL has shown, we did we've not had the running backs in the last few years that we have this year, and I think we would all agree that running backs can make an offensive line look a lot better than they really are. Yeah, I mean, you know who the last. Thousand yard rusher at Florida is Kelvin Taylor. Kelvin Taylor. That's how long it's been. Kelvin yeah. Taylor. <laughs> and he, he wasn't that good. Yeah, he got a million carries. That's yeah. why he yeah, was the only exactly. one there. So yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, he was good, but he wasn't great. Sure. To me, yeah. But yeah. Michael Piron was a good it. player. He they just didn't give him the ball a whole lot. Yeah. But his his yards per carry. I think that's what's what could be different this year yes. is we could have two running backs that average over five yards a carry, and it's all about. Productivity. We, I say we could. I, I heard that and they long, they ran some plays during the scrimmage um, this weekend where they had three guys in the backfield. They could be going to the whooshbone. Well, all right, Pat, we talked about this a little bit last year. I asked you what you thought about Malik Davis going to slot. And that that's how you could get your third or maybe in yeah. fourth running back. And he's, I think he's running very deep on that depth chart too. So it may be the time <sighs> yeah. to do that. Yeah, but I well, can't. Uh, the coaches won't listen to me. They ne- they don't listen to you. <laughs> no. uh, we all know they should. They listen to anybody. Yeah. Well, enjoy the show, fellas. All right. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. They should listen to Bye-bye. us. We know everything. We, we never get that. to watch them practice, and we still know everything. If you think so. Let's get Mark next. Mark, what's up? Hey guys, I just got back early this morning from a uh, up being up in Atlanta watching the. Uh, Yankees take two from the Braves. Was uh, uh, was was Freddie safe or not? Of course he was safe. I, well, <laughs> I thought well, you know it happened right in front of me. I said, "Well, he's out." But uh, and two of the two of the uh, views were inconclusive. 
Yeah. One I thought was pretty conclusive that he was safe, but I guess they didn't think it was that conclusive because they called him out. Yeah, well, but, it, it, yeah it goes back to the same thing. We want to have replay to get it right, but yeah, you still but don't get don't. it right. It's yeah. more so what the call on the field is. It's it was really close. I, I could see how they ended up saying he was he was still out. But yeah, there's there's one brief angle where if you slow it down to a millisecond, the foot might be hitting before the tag's hitting the belly. So, right. but it, but yeah, you can't overturn it for that. And obviously, I'm a Braves fan. I wish they would have. And uh, the rest of the series, he did, he did a lot of the job. Two double plays the night before, mm-hmm. and then the one I thought was there was a field of choice. I thought he was out at first, but the, the Yankees didn't contest that at all. Uh, or that would have been his third double play of the weekend. So uh, he didn't have a good weekend. No, no, not uh, at all. The pitching the the pitching uh, that that young kid uh, uh, I forget his name. He bends a Y. Uh, he did a real good job. Uh, yeah, he yeah, did a real good job. So. Uh, the team just didn't didn't offensively hit and all cylinders, that's for sure. And the Yankees are just right right now unstoppable. Well, you know what? He pitched good. He did? <laughs> um, no, it's, 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 it's big time for the Braves right now because obviously you come off the Marlins and Orioles, two crappy teams, and then you get the Yanks and the Giants. Yeah. So. And, and don't they play Dodgers after that or is it yeah, the Giants? they do. Yeah. So it's a tough stretch. They're, they're hitting the same track the Mets just hit and, mm-hmm. and, and bombed out at it. Yep, but yeah, the park was nice. Yeah, it was a beautiful field. That was the first time you've uh, been. Yes, yes. Good. Yeah, it's I went, uh, I, it's pretty I sweet how year. the the little village is around there too, and you can do so many things around and eat and have fun. I thought that the stadium they were in before it was a beautiful park. I I don't know it why is. they. It was beautiful. I yeah, I don't get that either. I think they. I literally think they just wanted to go into a different neighborhood. Well, yeah, they they the neighborhood's not the greatest and. Right, Nothing, right. And that you, right there where that was, you didn't have the ability to do everything that I just said was cool about it. Is those right. restaurants and the bars and the, you know, the, the different play areas for kids and all that kind of stuff. You couldn't do that at the old one. My brother told me, though, that they had a choice of moving to an area that uh, provided a, a mortar line directly to it. And, and I know how the Yankees are because I'm, you know, I'm a Yankee fan. I grew up with Yankees. So you could take the subway right there and, uh, so I was surprised they wouldn't opt for a for a uh, some way for a way to get the fans there quickly and easily instead of having to drive and the parking is pretty lousy around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well so, that was an issue too at the downtown one. Is it? it yeah, was just the parking was a real issue. Yep, but it was, I was glad I went and I had a good time and I so said my my team won too. So yeah. for me it was a good weekend. Can't beat that. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Mark. Care. Yeah, thanks for it's chatting. It's like Florida losing to FSU in football. I, 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 losing to the Yankees is the worst thing I can do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did watch a lot of it though. Scored only one in one game and lost by one in the other game. So tough. It's a tough game. It's a game of inches, Jeff. That's golf. No, mm. it's pool cues. It's the same way with a uh, football or baseball. It's a game of inches. A good ball can be two inches outside, still calls it a strike. True. Just saw a little bit of that last night. That's all that matters. Are you, are you able to uh, eat your cornflakes tomorrow because you know Trevor Lawrence is going to be the starter for the Jaguars? Um, I usually have like these little uh, I don't even know what you breakfast have. pizzas. Really? Not, not cornflakes. Yeah, you put it in the microwave for like two and a half minutes. Sometimes you go up to about 255 if you want a little crisper. So I've perfected it. Got bacon. That's and good to hear. And, 
Egg. Oh, it's I good. feel a lot better now that I know you have good yeah. breakfast. This is not a cornflake, but I do like some Rice Krispies. I got up this morning and just started working. That's all I did. I worked and worked and worked and worked, and then I got done and I came in here. Well, we're glad you did. Let's get our final break of the hour, come back and wrap up. Hour number one, you are listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Ethan Sanabria. The Tampa Bay Rays will look to sweep the Philadelphia Phillies after winning the first game in a convincing score of 3-1. Ryan Yarbrough gets the start as all coverage begins right here at 6.30 p.m. Former Gators coach Urban Meyer has named the new starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars today. Number one overall pick Trevor Lawrence will get the nod for the Jags starting against their interdivision rivals, the Houston Texans. In national news, tennis legend Serena Williams has pulled out of the U.S. Open as she focuses on recovering her hamstring. Naomi Osaka is now the favorite for the event. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ethan Sinopria. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Response to International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event has been incredible. But this is it. The final days. You have until August 31st to take advantage of the year's most attractive offer. Get IDC's amazing value price and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a special bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It's incredible. And everything's included. GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, thousands of engagement rings, designer jewelry, colored gemstones, pendants, bands, bracelets, the largest selection ever. Get her that $3,000 diamond band and pay just $84 a month. Or if you prefer, you can get an instant 25% savings on all wedding bands during this incredible event. But there's just one catch. This spectacular summer of savings event ends Tuesday, August 31st at 6 p.m. and will not be extended. So hurry. Pick any item. Take advantage of three years zero interest finance and let IDC even cover your first two payments. Now through the end of August only and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Summer is here. Hi, this is Tom Collette from Electronics World. Are you ready to make your backyard an outdoor entertainment oasis for you, your family, and friends? Let our team at Electronics World assist you with that. We can outfit your outdoor space with Sunbright Outdoor TVs, outdoor sound systems from Yamaha, Sonance, and more, plus surveillance systems to keep an eye on everything, and smart control, too. Come visit us today at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. 
we kick off the 2021 season in the Big Ten West Division as the Illinois Fighting Illini host the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Chad Brown and me for all the action as Coach Scott Frost and the Huskers look for a tough road win against new head coach Brett Bielema and the Fighting Illini. It's Nebraska and Illinois. If it's college football, it's right here. Coverage starts Saturday at 1230 right here on WRUF. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we're back. Last few minutes of hour number one. We float on all the way till 6 o'clock today. Big Will producing, and we go back to the phones, get Copper Gator to join us. What's up? Gentlemen, screw the Yankees. Where? Just to throw it out there. <laughs> uh, I, I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, screw the Yankees. Um, you know, the, the one thing, I, I kind of wanted to call and talk uh, a little bit about baseball there, and then the, the reason I really called was, I want to give a good shout-out to a friend of mine. Um, he's, he used to be the assistant head coach here at UF for golf. He has he has gone to better pastures. He is now the head coach for FAU, Mark Leon. Mm-hmm. So I want to just give a big shout-out to him. And, and, you know, I know Deke's got, a, got the shoes to fill with him. He's been here for quite a few years, just a great character. And, you know, some of these smaller, you know, not well-known programs around nationally – are just do good things here at UF, and I, I feel like he deserved it and just wanted to call and, and give him the credit for that that he deserves. Terrific coach. And you know what? I'll give you a little scoop here. Um, you know who is serving as the interim assistant coach right now? Steve Spurrier. Pat Dooley. Dudley Hart. Hmm. Now, <laughs> Dudley has been a um, kind of a uh, volunteer coach over the, over the last couple of years, but he lives in Naples. And he has a son on the golf team. Did you know that? I did know that. No, I did not. Yeah. So anyway, I did, I did this Where Are They Now package for the alumni magazine, which I really worked hard on it to try to get really people that I was curious. I knew where Dudley was doing, and he finally called me back. Today, Heather Mitz called me. You know where she lives? This is hilarious. Because you know she was in Philadelphia. on TV and everything like that. Right. Well, of course, right. she's in the Philadelphia area because she's married to A.J. Feely. Mm-hmm. She lives in Media, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, hey, how is there a city named Media? Why am I not living in Media? I, I don't know. You, you should be there, Pat. That's where you. That's where you belong. And fellas, I'll let you guys go and have a great time. And appreciate the call. Thanks, Copper Gator. She was great. She's got three young ones, and hopefully, uh, I, it's amazing how many of these people I've talked to to do this. Where are they now? Thing have children who are at the University of Florida, as you know, Dan Cross. Yeah, son is a wide receiver at Florida. And, uh, we had Dan on the air last summer, and he mm-hmm. talked about whether he'd run on the field if he caught a touchdown pass. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a bunch of them, and uh, it's kind of cool. It's just fun talking to a lot of people who I haven't talked to in a long time. Yeah, it's it's weird. Is I, I feel like everybody waited to have kids. Like, Heather and I are the same age. She's 43. Yeah. Yeah. So she's actually a year older than me. Yeah. 
and she's got young kids, and I got a kid that's yeah, about to graduate. Seventy-five and three. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was, she was busy doing a lot of stuff. I mean, she was doing all that co- uh, commentary yeah. and stuff, and playing, playing uh, for pro the, pro uh, in the Olympics, soccer, playing in the Olympics, won three gold medals. How many do you have? Zero. Uh, you got kids though, so you got three kids. So yeah, if I could have <laughs> flipped it, I've been yeah, I would have been Mark Colesvari. Well, you could have been Mark Colesvari. <laughs> he got moved up to AAA, by the way. I don't Did know he? If you saw that? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I'm not he's tra- inching. I'm not dogging the guy. The I'm just saying it's pretty amazing to me that a guy who I barely heard of when he was here, and you know how much I love Gator baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I knew who he was. I just knew he couldn't play because the guys ahead of him were so good that now he's representing us in the Olympics. And as an everyday catcher and caught like every inning, it felt like. And so that's good for him. I'm I'm very happy for him. I'm just, you know, they just weren't, there weren't a lot of stars on that team. Yeah, he's got a silver medal. He does. That's one more than I have. It's going to be a pretty cool story someday. Although, have you ever seen a gold medal in person? Mm-hmm. Who's? The... The bobsled dude, Steve Messler. Yeah, yeah, Steve Messler's. I think he. Did, I think he just Shows took it around to everybody. everybody. Yeah, yeah. He came over to our house for dinner, and Kelsey went in and found a a medal she got for volleyball when she was like eight, and so she she's like eight. So we took a picture of them with each other's medals on. Nice. The gold medal wasn't impressive to me. It was just there. It was. It was what it was. Winning it is impressive. That's where Tebow's going next. Bobsled. You think? Yeah. Why not? He could do it. I mean, Jamaicans did. He might just throw it all the way to the bottom. He'd be too heavy. Or maybe that's probably. Good. Well, I wonder. I wonder if now, if Tim Tebow says to himself, "Self, all right, I've tried everything. I'm not going to play any sport anymore. Uh, maybe I want to get down to a you know more manageable weight because he's always been bulking himself up." Mm-hmm. But maybe he likes being 250 pounds, you know. That's what all depends if... I mean, it's not like anybody's going to look at him and go, oh, you're too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> if Miss Universe likes it, then they'll keep Whatever it she it wants is the way it's going to be. That's but right. he wants, she says, you know, you at 220 would be something. He'll be down. I've been told that before. Of course, I haven't gotten to 220. I've never gotten to 220 either. <laughs> the other way. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're skinny. Long, tall, drink of water. So I was you described are. one time. Long, tall, redheaded drink of water. Dorky, redheaded, tall drink of water. Perfect. Perfect description of you. All right, hour two. Right after this, we will uh, give some goodies away and have fun like we always do here on WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. 
option. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union special Even Up Savings Account. That's right. Just add our special Even Up Savings Account to your Radiant Checking Account, and every qualifying debit card transaction helps grow your savings. Yeah, you'll be able to build your savings every time you swipe, insert, or tap your debit card. You can even add your Radiant debit card to your mobile wallet. Just imagine, buy groceries, grow your savings, buy gas, grow your savings, buy coffee, grow your savings. Yes, it's just that easy. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening your new Even Up Savings account today and start earning more from your spare change. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union Special Even Up Savings Account. Radiant, federally insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri this is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. It's great to have Jeff in here. We were afraid he wasn't going to make it. He had a lot of stuff to do. And what I told everybody was even though in the summer we all, every once in a while we would not be here, I would have to miss a day, I would go on vacation, you would go on vacation. Our plan is to work right through going into this football thing, but sometimes our many jobs get in the way, including mine. 
tomorrow as a speech maker. Down it's a good group. Lakeland Club. I'm looking forward to that. Down there in Lakeland. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to get, because they're honoring Fred Ridley that mm-hmm. day, to get us uh, a, a couple of rounds there. You got at least. Like if, I, if he said, yeah, you, if you guys get up there by 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'll get you on. Yeah, we'll be there. Well, we there's no doubt. Easily drive through the night. We would yeah, drive through the night down those back roads going up to Augusta mm-hmm. and just, you know, be there at like six, sitting in front of the gate with our clubs, going, Can we come in yet? <laughs> That's the way I was when I played, although I was only coming from uh actually just you know how South Carolina is right on the border with mm-hmm. Augusta. I'd stayed in South Carolina. I stayed up all night watching the weather weather channel because there was a rain issue and I was like please don't rain please don't rain I wished it away that's good it rained like crazy earlier today luckily it, it did early in the day too yeah anymore. which is weird yeah it is um, lots to talk about as you can imagine three nine two eight two five five. the same number as you always dial it up Pat's got a uh, a clip that he wants to play and yes I do I want to now see how it relates to what he is thinking about. Well, because with all this talk about the alliance yesterday, and I, I kept thinking and listening to some people talking about it, and I was thinking about how, um, you know, okay, the, the these three conferences have said, we're not going to let you take over college football SEC. We're just not going to tell you what we're going to do. But meanwhile, the poor Big 12, they're just bobbing in the water. Up and down. You on the Indianapolis? What happened? Japanese submarine slammed two torpedoes into our <laughs> side chief. He was coming back from the island of Tinian to Lady. Just delivered the bomb, the Hiroshima bomb. Eleven hundred men went into the water. The vessel went down in twelve minutes. Didn't see the first shark for about half an hour. Tiger, 13-footer, you know. You know that when you're in the water, Chief? You tell by looking from the dorsal to the tail. Well, we didn't know. But our bomb mission had been so secret. No distress signal had been sent. <laughs> all right, so that is, by the way, one of the great speeches of all time. And the background of that is he did it the first time drunk, and he was upset, and he... And he called Spielberg and he goes he called Spielberg and he said uh, how badly did I embarrass myself yesterday he goes not irreparably so <laughs> he came and did it sober and gave that great speech which goes on for a while but that's all I can think of that's the image I see of Kansas and Kansas State and Iowa State and uh, Texas Tech just bobbing in the water hoping that a plane will come by and save them yeah. and just throw a life raft, throw so, a something, anything out us. there. Come but help they, us they out. They have to be – each school is going to have some type of appeal. So you would think – No, what what is the appeal Kansas, of Kansas State? Well, they're the one, maybe. It's Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, That's maybe, all maybe you need they're to the one, but there's certainly a – What about Iowa State? Baylor, you? Texas Tech – I mean, Baylor just won the the, freaking basketball national title. Well, Baylor, I came, but nobody's in this for the basketball part of it. I get it, but still, you're going to 
still you can even look at them. Like everybody would go, well, Iowa State's a top ten team. Yeah, until Matt Campbell leaves, yeah, he's gone. Then they go back to being what they always were. Yeah. Um, and look, their fans are, I'm sure, are, are freaking out trying to figure out what's going to happen with them. But they're all bobbing in the water trying to figure it out because they're waiting for somebody to come in and, and throw them a lifeline. And and that was the thing that I took more than anything from that uh, meeting about nothing yesterday was I don't think anybody wants anybody. I think they just – this is what we're going to do. These are our teams. We're going to come up with a plan. We don't know what it is yet. We may never know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens, though, if what, – what are you doing right now if you're the commissioner of that group? I am begging the AAC to take some of my better teams. Some mem- some of the teams, like you mentioned, Kansas, with for the basketball segment of it. But nobody is going to buy tickets to go see. If you're in Cincinnati going, hey, Kansas is coming to play football. Right. Uh, I think I'll stay home and watch it on TV. But don't you think for the Pac-12, the appeal of getting into that central time zone and getting a a Baylor and a Texas Tech could somehow be I don't know if you know or not, but Baylor's had two of the worst scandals in the history of college sports. Yeah, I know. One in basketball, one in football. Still, Waco's my favorite place ever. I know you love Waco, but you've got to let the Waco thing go. You gotta let what's her name, Jeff and Angela, Chip or and Joanna, Chip and Joanna. You gotta let them go, like Elsa did. Yeah, it's just not that. I mean, it's not that attractive. Um, and I got a speeding ticket there, so I don't Ooh, like Waco. That's not good. On the way from Dallas to uh, Austin, or Austin to Dallas, that year Florida played in Austin and then went to Dallas. So um, no, I I I just don't know what appeal any of those teams has. And there is nowhere for them to go unless they just get absorbed or at least part of them gets absorbed into the AAC because I don't think the the Pac-12, they may take – see, the problem is everybody when you know, I always love how everybody has the answers to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and they always will send you, here's a perfect 16-team playoff that I've drawn up. And none of, of course, I, can, I could shoot holes in it in five seconds. But they always are saying – well, here's what they, the Pac-12 needs to do is go get BYU and then just take the best team from the what's left of the Big 12. Well, BYU doesn't want to go anywhere. They want to, They like this being an independent thing. Sure. So they're, they're kind of like Notre Dame, and that's where they, they see themselves as Notre Dame light, but Notre Dame light's not a bad place to be. So I, I still think, and I was just talking to Seth and I talked about it in the beginning of the show, it's amazing to have all the news – that we've had break this summer, and we still have no idea what college football is going to look like in a year. No idea. I mean, it could look like anything. It could be the Big 12's dead, and all these teams are playing in the uh, NAIA. So do you think Texas and Oklahoma are hoping for some of these other teams to get picked up pretty quickly? Because then oh, they yeah. could sneak they, out of there they and go tomorrow. get in the SEC. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't go for this year, but they could go for next year. Yeah. That's why I brought this point up. I brought it up to Robbie last week or two weeks ago, and then I use it in my uh, um, one of my things I did. I think it was on Gators Wire about how – yes, it was on Gators Wire because I was talking about the 10 games that will define the SEC race this year, okay? But I, I made the point this could be the last East versus West we see because if, if – let's say Texas and Oklahoma – Let's say the Big 12 just goes, and it'll have to happen fairly soon. And it could. 
let's just say it dissolves totally and they go, look, fend for yourself, guys. You know, uh, Cincinnati is um, – because Cincinnati wants uh, Kansas State to be in, they're going to get into the AAC or whatever. And somebody else is going out there. You you mentioned Baylor to the Pac-12. I don't see where that – but you're right about trying to get to the central time zone. And let's just say all that happens. So we're going to do that and we're going to do it right away. All right, now – Texas and Oklahoma have no obligation mm-hmm. to the TV contract. They have no obligation to the conference. They can jump into the SEC right away. And if they do, everything I've heard is they're going one through sixteen, one place two. So we might. This might be the last SEC East versus West we'll ever see. That'd be good. That would be good. See what Porter's got. Porter, what's up? Hey guys, how we doing today? Good. Um, I heard an interesting stat I heard last night. It's pretty cool. You probably heard it. Uh, heard it. I don't know if you mentioned it. Um, do you know who, who uh, has the major league record for consecutive uh, consecutive games reaching base uh, twenty years or, or and under? Yeah, Wander Franco. Well, he's okay. He just tied. Yeah, but um, Mickey Mantle is first and second on the list. He did it two di- two different years, and third and fourth is Al Kaline, <laughs> and uh, fifth. It was twenty five games with Ken Griffey Jr. and that's Wonder Wonder Frank. I just tied that last night. I thought it's kind of that's some pretty good company there. It's pretty sweet. Um, I mean, it, it shows you you can't give up on a twenty year old. He struggled what the first couple of weeks, and oh my gosh, he's not the top prospect in baseball. But you're certainly seeing that a damn twenty year old's pretty good. Definitely like some of those uh, some of his rookie cards wherever they are. Heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, are, are, you know the, the pitcher for the Rays, Kittrich? Uh-huh. That guy is, is great. I, I don't know why he's, not, he's even better. And he, he has a motion. He pitches from the, from the stretch all yeah, the time. funky. And he's so slow until all of a sudden when he throws the ball and then he comes in at 96 miles an hour. And he, he can leave it at the same release point and one will tail in the lefties, one will tail down, and one will go straight down. It's uh, It's... I don't know how he's got to be one of the harder harder pitchers to hit when he's on, but um, I, I, his motion is so slow and then the ball just takes off. You know, I don't know how you can copy that, but if you can, that's a that's a motion I would want to have for sure. Um, and hard to cover that. All right, that's about it. Talk All to right. you guys later. Thank Cheers. you, Porter. Appreciate that. It's good that we're finally getting to the point where we are getting quarterbacks named. Yes, it is a good thing. Um, but speaking of Wander Franco. Speaking. Speaking of him. You just happened to have that up, didn't you? Well, this is, uh, this is our, our opportunity now to, to get people to maybe actually see him in person. If you, if you missed it last week, Jamil came on from the Mealy Pop Shop, and he told us about this really cool collector's event that they're having September 3rd through the 5th, so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday down in Tampa. It's the Tampa Convention Center called CollectorCon. And it's amazing how many people are going to be there as far as... So if you're a memorabilia person or a card collector, this is the premier event that you want to get down to. And not only does he have Ronald... I mean, does he have um, Wander Franco? He just got Ronald Acuna. To be down there on Sunday, so you could go down there. Yeah, he and needs get, to get. We need to get involved. Yes, yeah, so it's it's pretty special. So he's got some some great things going on. Acuna is going to be down there Sunday, September fifth at noon. 
Well, it's Wonderful. true that he doesn't have anything else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Franco is going to be there Saturday at 9.30, and it's actually his first public signing ever. So you could bring a bat, and you know you pay for the autograph ticket and get it autographed, but it's a really cool opportunity. So what we're going to do is give somebody right now, if they want it, an opportunity to go down there. You have to buy tickets to get into the uh, the convention center, but we're giving away tickets to get in the convention center. So we're giving away two tickets. You pick any of the days to go. And those um, are expensive tickets. They are expensive so, yeah. tickets. Antonio Brown's going to be there on Saturday with Wander Franco that same day, so that's probably... Whoever uh, wins this, I'll give you a bat, and you need to get you need to get Acuna to yeah, sign. Yeah, you got to. That's right. <laughs> Bring it back to Pat. Um, but the, we're going to ask the trivia question in order to get it right. So if you want tickets to this and you can get down to Tampa September 3rd, 4th, or 5th all you have to do speaking of Acuna who was the team that Acuna got hurt against this year? Ooh, You remember it? No, I, I just saw it the other day it was a different stadium that I hadn't really seen a lot of. Yes, it was a road game Yes. So We'll see. So uh, if, if you want to go, I'm not going to guess. 392-8255 call us up, give us the uh, the answer if you want tickets down there to uh, to Collectorcon. Thanks to uh, Jamil from the Mealy Pop Shop, an opportunity to see Wander Franco, Ronald Acuña, Grandma Ma, Larry Johnson's going to be down there signing autographs. Ooh, that would be really cool. He Man, was so good he, at he UNLV. Was great. He was great in, in the pros too. He was great in the pros. And uh Great commercials. Yes, it was. All right, we'll get a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, see if anybody wants those, and we'll keep the calls coming here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. University of Florida Athletic Director Scott Strickland announced today that there will be no requirement of a vaccination or a COVID test to attend any Florida Gator sporting event this year. In the MLB, with their lead in the ALE still at four games, the Tampa Bay Rays will once again play the Philadelphia Phillies tonight with live coverage starting at 6.30. Ryan Yarbrough will be on the mound for the Rays as they face potential NL Cy Young Award winner Zach Wheeler. In tennis news, five days before the start of the U.S. Open, 23-time Grand Slam champion Serena Williams announced that she will not participate this year due to a hamstring injury. Williams finished 2021 without a major and has not won one since 2017. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, y'all. Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper here with the best news yet of 2021. The salad bar is back, baby. Woo! It's been gone for a year, but starting June 1st, the salad bar is back and better than ever. All right, it'll be exactly the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to eat like it's 2019. Our staff is vaccinated, the dining room's at full capacity, and we're excited to get back to business. I know you love Leonardo, so please dine in, call for pickup, order online, or get delivery from 352delivery.com. And as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. There's lots of unknowns going on in the world right now, and while we all sit back and try to sort things out, Oaks Jewelry wants to let you know that if you need some help, they are there if needed. Now, we already know that if you need any fine jewelry or engagement rings, there's no other place to go. But they also offer layaway services and short-term loans, and they'll even buy that gold that's been just laying around the house for years. So why not get something for it? With tons of certified diamonds, gemstones, and designer items, Oaks Jewelry has a wide variety of whatever you might be looking for at a price range for every budget. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Jeff and Pat back with you, a Wednesday edition of the Tailgate. Our second hour brought to you by Meldon Law. They will not back down. We won't back down from getting some answers and some phone calls, and we'll see what Ryan's got for us. Ryan, what's up? Jeff and Pat, how are y'all doing? We are awesome. How about you? I'm good. I wanted to call in and give it a shot, the trivia question, and also talk some Braves baseball. Okay. Um. I, I was it Miami. It was Miami. It was damn uh, Jazz Chisholm hit it, and he uh, he made a nice play. Is he related to Chris Chisholm? Maybe. I knew it was one of the uh, NL East rivals, and for some reason I had that pictured Miami. So well, there you go. Congrats! Yeah, after after your call, hang on. We'll get uh, your 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 info, and we'll uh, we'll have those tickets for you. Awesome and. My question is, um, I know Pat gave up on the Braves uh, pretty early on. A month ago. I don't, I don't no, really totally. blame him. Um, I've come back, I though. On. I, I still, I still uh, predicted that we would grab one of those wild cards. Um, but even I, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. I never thought that we would you know, come back and 
win the NL East, you know. Um, but who do you credit, uh, either of you, who do you would credit the most uh, for this streak that the Braves are on? Um, since it seems like since Acuna has gotten injured, they've all gathered together and, you know, uh, stepped up. Um, and I'm just curious who yeah, you I think. Just, I, I think there's so many guys, Ryan. I mean, Freeman was horrible at the start of the year. Now he's hitting above 300. Um, you know, Albies leads the entire infield in, in ribbies. And then you look at what, what Riley's been able to do. I mean, that, that infield is tremendous. I think they have at least – each each of them have at least twenty homers, and I think each of them have at least like seventy five RBI. So it's it's by far the best infield in baseball. But then, luckily, I I got to go to a game was about a month ago, and T- Tiki Toussaint came in and pitched. I mean, that's a big reason for the turnaround because that was to me the worst of it. They couldn't pitch; they couldn't get anybody out, and they finally got some guys after you know Soroka wasn't able to do anything, and they've they've just pitched better. I think, um, and even remember the the first move was Jock Peterson. And it wasn't all that sexy, but it showed that they were going to actually make a commitment to, to trying to make it happen. And then all of a sudden you get Solaire and you get the, the Pirates closer to add to the bullpen. So, I mean, I guess out of anything, I would credit the damn GM for making the right decisions and get people to come there. Yeah, and I give, I give a big uh, round of applause to your least favorite player, Dansby Swanson. He's been really good. He's been really good for him. Yeah, Swanson's really stepped up this year. Um, what is it, the stat, that he has the most home runs by a, a Braves shortstop in, in a season, in Braves history? And he, he he set that record, like, last week, and we still have, you know, two months to go. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, More than Jeff Blauser? And Rafael Ramirez? Rafi. <laughs> or Rafael yeah. Belliard, even. I saw that stat, and it's just exciting to watch because he's still so young. It is, and, and he's um, proven like he's he, why he was the number one pick. I think they're starting to figure. I always it out. like Renteria. I thought he was a good player. Then he got Edgar, hurt that one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgar Renteria. I remember he got hurt. Um, they had just gotten uh, I, like Teixeira was doing really well, and they they I think they just made an acquisition in the bullpen, and then he got hurt, done for the year. They went right off the cliff. It was never the same trade. team. In Braves history was yeah. Teixeira, and don't get me wrong, when we made that trade, I was more excited than anybody. I I thought it was, you know, a great trade, and then he gets, you know, injured, and the haul that we gave up to get that guy, my God. Yeah, it was tough. That was that was a tough one. Um, but, I, I mean, if I had to pick uh, an MVP or someone to give credit to, it'd be a group. It'd be uh, the bullpen, really. Um They've stepped up. And They're better. Really, yeah. They were so awful at the beginning and middle of the season, and really with the offense and the bats that the Braves have, they don't need to be, you know, top five in the in the majors. They just need to be adequate, and that's what they've been. That's right. Um, at the very least. So, I think if we can continue um, with that, and if our bats can stay consistent, uh, I think we'll really do some damage in the playoffs. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Baseball. Why are the Braves off Wednesday and Thursday? They have two days off. Nobody gets two days off anymore. I don't know. And they're not, and they're not leaving town. So they're going to play San Francisco at home on Friday. It's weird. I was just looking. I go, well, I know they don't play tomorrow, so let me see. Who they, do they start that Frisco Series Thursday? And according to ESPN... 
That would be no to the no. San Francisco's at New York. I don't know. Well, another thing, you know, what's odd is how great they are on the road. I know. You know look <laughs> at their home record, and we're about we're barely over five hundred at home. And then look at the away; <laughs> it's we're almost unbeatable on the road. And I've I've, I've never seen that. Yeah, so I think they're ten really games odd. above five hundred on the road, so it's good. Right. See if they can keep it going. That's a good sign for the playoffs, you know. No doubt. Ryan, thanks, buddy. Um, hang, hang on for us. Will's going to get your info, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll get you hooked up, all right? Thanks, Jeff and all right. Matt. Yep, good job. Let's uh, stay with the phones and get the cattlemen. What's up, Mikey? What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, guys, I'm not a baseball kind of bores me. It actually puts me to sleep these days, at least Major League Baseball. But, well, a lot uh, of your calls put people to sleep, so we're even. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say I'd say my calls probably keep people up, truth be told. But anyway, um, my only parents were at that Braves-Yankees game yesterday, guys. They go to a lot of Braves games, and they say that the Braves nailed their new ballpark. Uh, I guess my uh, elderly parents have been two or three series this year. Nice. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty special. They did, a, they did it right. Yeah, coming out of Knoxville, that's – not too bad. It's a three-hour shot. Not too bad to do. They, and the Braves have all those hotels right there at the battery now, too. You can park the car. That's right. Don't even have to, you know, it's all self-contained now. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, uh, two or three things as usual. I got to hear a Strickland today on Steve, guys, and I got to thinking. That was pretty impressive. He did a full hour with Steve, didn't he? Yeah. And does he do that all season long? Is that like a standing appointment? No, he comes in just every now and then. Okay, well, I remember Foley. Didn't Foley do weekly appointments with Steve? I've been listening to Steve forever. Uh, quite a bit. Yeah, I think he did. I don't know. Yeah, well, the reason I was bringing it up, I just I didn't find much there that interests me other than I thought the accessibility was uh, impressive. I think uh, a lot of ads don't aren't that accessible to fans, and I think that's pretty impressive for an ad to sit there and take calls for an hour. You never know what you're going to get. And usually, ads get a lot of ticket complaints, or if the team lost last week, if he does that in the football season. I don't know if he will. Probably won't. But good to see an ad. No, he yeah, he's. Uh, I will say this: Scott is really um, aware of the media, and I mean, and, and aware of like Twitter and all the yeah, other he, things. He was a former sports information director, yes. so he understands yeah. what, what you have that's, to do. And that's where I first met him, and yeah. he was in Waco. He was. Then you know, the, yeah. the cool part about him is I, I spoke to a Gator Club last week, and he was there as well. And you know, he obviously then came and talked, and yeah, he he took a bunch of questions. He had fun with them, and people were just kind of free reign and. He answered them all. I mean, one was even you know somewhat of a, uh, I guess not your just typical coach speak kind of answer. And he's like, hopefully that doesn't get up out on the on the internet. And yeah. he was joking around with it. So yeah, he's he's great with all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Pat. One thing on expansion. One thing on Tennessee Florida rivalry. I was thinking about. You know, if with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, if they go to that four team pod system, which I think makes complete sense. Um, I think uh, the SEC can just say screw everybody else. Now, Notre Dame, we all know, is the, you know, Notre Dame's half a football team, half a religion. They've got the most fans. That's that's absolutely true. But I think you could probably just give the middle finger, and I, I watch USC some. I like that West Coast football, but I think you could just tell the Pac-12 to take a walk, tell Notre Dame to figure out if they want to play big boy ball or not, get Texas and Oklahoma in, and I think people would watch. Well, they, some people would watch, but at some point you do need to have – um, where you're playing against teams from other places, and, and and again, let's just say Ohio State had a great team this year, and went 12 and 0, and then the SEC said, "No, nope, we're not going to mess with the playoffs. 
we're, we're going to sit here and have our own tournament. I don't think anybody would, would crown them or consider them to be the champs. So that's yeah, where you get I, you get a little nerve. And it's very hard to compare. It was hard to compare last year for a lot of the committee members because everybody was playing within their conferences. Yeah. Well, we all know the Big Ten Network delivers more revenue than the SEC Network, right? So a lot of TV sets up there. But, out, you know, Notre Dame, Michigan, Ohio State, that's about the only teams I think that really wouldn't be in a in a 16-team SEC that are relevant. I mean, I – USC, UCLA, you know, and I pump that West Coast stuff, but you could tell them to take a walk. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think anybody in the SEC could give a rat's behind about anybody out in the Pac-12. Yeah. But they do care about the ACC, and they do care about the Pac-12. Ten, they want to keep hey, Pat, that uh, the or the Big Ten. The, yeah, okay. Last thing for you, Pat. I was thinking about the uh, Tennessee-Florida rivalry with the ball game coming up here pretty soon. And Pat, I got to thinking over now, and I think you're stuck in the nineties. You like to kind of give me a little smack talk when we when I always kind of poke at Tennessee a little bit. Tennessee's a six and six football team this year, Pat. First year coach. I'm expecting probably Missouri or Kentucky to finish third in the East this year. And um, you know, Florida. I think Florida's got the fourth or fifth best, best uh, fourth or fifth best football team in the league, uh, depending on what you think about LSU. I think uh, I think you're living in those old Spurrier former wars. Tennessee's not relevant this year. I'm I'm not sure what you're trying to say. Uh, the, the the real I mean whoop de do let's say Tennessee shows up down there and Florida drills Tennessee what matters I mean that, that's it's probably a sixteen point game I mean I don't I don't I don't see any well I think it's the same it. it's the same as when they go play Missouri and the same as when they go play yeah. you know anybody right. in well, their I think, division I don't I don't really think Florida's relevant this year either I think it's a two, you're, I think Georgia Mike, you're, I, you're I think trying Georgia. to you're trying to downplay it because if right, if right, Tennessee I mean, I, wins I, then obviously I you think, can talk some smack but you know they're going to no, get no, their no, asses no, no, with. No, 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 what I'm trying to say is I think Florida and Tennessee are both also rans in the SEC this year. I think the SEC is going to be won by Alabama or Georgia. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I think well, Texas saying that's not right. What? I'll bet you right now that Florida beats Georgia, Mike. Ooh. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, the, the, ooh, uh, yeah, let's let that simmer overnight. You, you want to go straight up on that? I think, I think it's $100, whatever the line is. Texas A&M, Florida, in the serious? SEC you want, championship You want to bet game. me $100? $100, whatever the line is, straight up. You want to bet me $100 straight Who's holding the money? Are we going to get Robbie to hold the money? I got it right here. Yeah, Dool's <laughs> got He He, he worked at the strip you, club I, last I, night. I, he got 100 I don't trust you. Pat, I don't trust you any further than I can throw you. I wouldn't want you in this deal. But that's pretty enticing. Let's, let's, let's uh, finish that Hey, tomorrow. you can't throw yeah, me you very can't pick far. Him up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying here, Pat, is, you know, you're stuck in that 90s stuff. It's Alabama. I'm not. I mean, it's, uh, you're being stupid. League, everybody else in the league is competing for the Citrus Bowl, whether you want to hear it or not. Well, this year you may be right, but it wasn't last year. Florida had a real chance to get in the playoffs. Yeah. And you know how first-year coaches go. The one thing I will leave you boys with, I never forget the uh, first year of the Zucker. Remember that first Ron Zook Tennessee game? Yes. Now, what, what kind of team did, did Spurrier leave? I'm sure Spurrier left a lot of uh, players because he uh, hoodooed y'all and quit out of the blue. Um, Spurrier probably left Zook a lot of talent that first uh, Zook team, right? Well, they were they had talent. They didn't, but they uh, there was a real culture issue there. Because yeah. those well, guys didn't come to play for Ron Zuck. They came to play nope, for nobody. Everybody up here was snickering at Zuck. Nobody under the sun was thinking Zuck was going to sneak into town. Casey Clawson was going to fumble five times in a monsoon. And but he did. Was going to win. And, and, and that's the worry for you boys. If Hopple somehow slips in there and pops y'all, 
Uh, I've seen that in reverse, and it's, it's, you know, that was pretty much the end of Fulmer, maybe a game or two before. But if Heupel somehow slipped, there's a lot. There's, Tennessee's playing with, with house money this year, first-year coach. But if Heupel somehow slips in there this year and pops y'all, boy, that's it for Darth Vader. I'll just promise you that. Now, you you need to stop drinking before you call. This is what he was trying to do. He's trying to set it up and say that he knows Tennessee's got no chance, but if he does, then it's the end of the world. But he knows it's not get the their... end for anybody. Um, but that, yeah. I mean, what that... happens? What happens if Florida beats Alabama and loses, loses to, to Tennessee? Tennessee? <laughs> They'll all go. College football is the best sport in the and world. And then beats Georgia. You think yeah. anyone's going to remember Tennessee? No, no, not exactly. at all. If Florida had beaten Alabama, do you think anybody would remember the prone shoe? No, it wouldn't even be brought up. Yeah, like I bring it up every day. That's right. All right, got to get a break. We'll do that. Come back and uh, keep it going here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and play it again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play It Again Sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. 
As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25 thousand people that sleep better because of the sleep center superstores in Gainesville and you could be next their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam being better during the day starts with being better at night so let the sleep center superstores in Gainesville get you going check them out on Facebook Instagram or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Earlier rain today helped to stabilize things, but a few downpours may pop up early this evening as they move west toward the nature coast. Otherwise, partly cloudy overnight and muggy, low 70s to low. There's a good chance of a few showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon hours Thursday, highs in the upper 80s. Showers and thunderstorms will likely become more numerous and potentially longer lasting with some heavy rain starting Friday, lasting into the weekend. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Jeff Hoffman. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I would like to see more movement with baseball. I throw real hard, you swing real hard. And uh, I don't mind if a game is three and a half hours long. If there's excitement, if there's movement there. I think it's just baseball needs to find the coolness factor. Football and basketball have the coolness factor. Baseball's working on that. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. We welcome you back. Jeffrey and Patrick here as we just go right back to the phones. Plenty of calls ready to talk about a little football. Steve, what's up? Hey, I think you just made my day. I think I I have been waiting for a long time for you to cut that guy off in mid-sentence the first time he pissed you off. (laughs) I think you just did that, didn't you? Maybe. I'm a, see, I'm, I'm a I'm a lover, not a fighter, Steve, so I try not to get riled up too much, except when Pat ticks me off. I, I know, but enough is enough. Sure. I mean, this guy calls in every day just to get under your skin. <clears throat> I was going to talk about football, and I, I want you to kind of go through the schedule about what's happening this weekend. I think there's only one good game, but now I have to talk about the Braves a minute. Pat, I begged you in the beginning of the early in this earlier in the season not to give up on the Braves. I knew they'd come back. They couldn't play that bad all season. Well, it's not hard for me to give up on a baseball team. I'll, just, I'll put it that way because I'm not a huge baseball fan anyway. Yeah, and like yeah. even last night, I, they got down five one, I think it was, and I just went, "Nah, I'm going to bed." 
Um, if it's playoffs, it's different. I mean, Jeff saw me during that Reds game last year when I was freaking out. You know, so it does matter. But uh, baseball is a long, long season. But it uh, is a long season. It wasn't so much that they weren't playing good. I hung in there when they were playing good, playing bad. It was losing so much to injury. And when Acuna went out, I just went, well, that'll do it. I'm checking out. And then they went and got all these guys who were all hitting 210. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Well, they were smarter than I was, and it's worked out. But you know, the the great thing, even though they lost two in a row to the Yankees, they're they're still four and a half up. It's not like they lost any real ground. Phillies are still losing, and the Mets have collapsed. Yeah, that's good, too. And... Steve's Marlins aren't a factor. Not they are not a factor. They are not a factor. That Acuna injury was was really gnarly too. He, I shouldn't have watched it, but um, I know it was just a figure of speech when he was talking about the to share a trade. But no, that was not the worst trade that the Braves have ever made. Back in the seventies, Len Barker. They traded away a whole all-star team to Los Angeles. Well, the one where they traded Brett Butler for Len Barker was a bad one. Was to the Dodgers? That was a bad one. And and who and they traded away Johnson, and they traded away Lopes, and they traded away Jimmy Wynn, and they traded – oh, I can't even remember the number of traders, the players they traded away. Well, you know, you have some good ones, you have some bad ones. One of the great trades ever, Doyle Alexander for John Smoltz. Mm-hmm. And Doyle Alexander went on to go, I think he was undefeated that season. I think he went like 12-0 and 0 or something. And yeah. helped them get into the playoffs, and the Braves still stunk. But they knew what they were getting with John Smoltz, and it ended up obviously being a big part of what they did well. And Doyle Alexander's, I don't think, is in the Hall of Fame, is he? No, he's not. (laughs) I heard a really cool interview the other day, Steve. It was actually Steve Phillips, and he was the GM of the Mets at the time, and Nelson Cruz came up, and Nelson Cruz was a minor leaguer for the Mets. And Steve Phillips says, yeah, I I traded that guy. I never even saw him play, and now he's got a gazillion home runs, and he's been in the league for 20 years. I think he's in the protocol, though, right now. He is. He's just got out, I think. Hey, who was the pitching coach for the Braves in the early night in the late eighties and early nineties? Leo Mazzoni. That's right. I had forgotten that. Just Rock sat there Leo. and rocked, rocked the whole time. Rock and Leo. Yeah. Um, is there any other game on TV this weekend besides Nebraska and Illinois? Well, there are games on. Whether you want to watch yeah. them or not, um, UConn plays at Fresno State at two o'clock. Nope. Uh, Hawaii at UCLA at three thirty. Yep. Nope. Uh, UTEP yeah, at New Mexico that. State. Nope. Nine thirty. How about the ten o'clock game? Southern Utah at San Jose State. I can hardly. You're wait. Spartans. I'll probably be. Asleep. Did I lose you? I'll probably be asleep when that happens. Probably, probably be asleep. I think we lost them. Let's get uh, Matt to join us. Matt, what's up? Hey, guys. Um, following up on Cattleman, he had a couple things wrong. One, it's not, Florida, <laughs> it's, it's not a Florida-Tennessee rivalry. I mean, it's, it's not a rivalry. No, it's really – I mean, I think LSU's totally supplanted Tennessee as Florida's big yeah, rival. Easily. I think Missouri's a bigger rival than Tennessee. 
Um, mm. Only because they've beaten us a few times. Yeah, but still, and I mean, our, there's no history there. Stand, and the coaches can't stand each other. That's a good point. Um, it may be. You're right. I hadn't thought about that. They beat us. Yeah, they beat us. I mean, Drinky, Drinky, you took a shot at Dan at, at Media Days. I kind of like him. I'll yeah, be with you. he's all right. I, I kind of like him. So, <laughs> well, um, Drinky, we just call him Drinky and then, here. And then, and then another thing too: when you say your team is playing on house money, you're just admitting that they absolutely suck. Correct. <laughs> I mean, that's right. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And listen, unlike the cattlemen, I don't call and listen to other. I mean, look, I like Steve Russell, and I don't know what the equivalent is of Tennessee's Steve Russell, but there's no way in hell I'm calling that and listening to it. I mean, there's just no way. Uh, but he's a different cat. Yeah, let's I, put it that way. But uh, listen, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to call in or listen to Tennessee football to know that. This Tennessee team could be one of the worst that they've ever had. I, mean, I tell you what was interesting today is somebody asked Hypel um, uh, who's going to call plays, and he said, "I don't know." And they asked, so they asked the offensive coordinator who's going to call plays. He goes, "You need to ask Josh." Well, I mean, so what are you trying to? Oh, we're gonna. We're gonna fool Bowling Green by not letting you know who's gonna call plays. I mean that that is the ultimate coaching paranoia. Yeah, they're gonna be pretty bad. Um, all this baseball talk with a week and a half to go before football season is a little discouraging. We should be hyping <laughs> up football. Uh, okay, look, I, I grew up playing baseball. I, I just yeah, I, it'll put me to sleep in a heartbeat. Look. Starting football season coming up in a week and a half, I think a player that really needs to be looked at, if we don't get the ball in DeMarcus Bowman's hands, I see him taking over that Percy role because that guy is just way too explosive. And everything you hear coming out of camp is that, yeah, he's, you know, he, he's a little behind as far as picking up the blitzes and blocking but you've got to do like Urban did with Percy. You just got to you got to put him somewhere. You got to put him on the field at all times, whether it's kick kickoff return, punt return. Put him in the slot. You know, put him in the backfield. Just put the ball in that kid's hands because honestly, everything that I have heard, he's the best player since him. Talk to you later. All right, thank you, Matt. And he is obviously really talented. I mean, there's a reason why he was what yeah, he was coming but I, out. I never want to compare anybody to Percy no, it's, it's hard because he do. was a unicorn just like I would never you know go wow well, I think he'll be another Kyle Pitts no I don't think we'll ever we may never see another Kyle Pitts I just think the the way you look at the staff Mullen will understand that Bowman is dynamic like that and he'll get him on the field the problem is if you're putting him in the slot or doing different things remember Billy Gonzalez's biggest MO is you got to be able to block, right? And and Mullen feels the same way about the running backs. Like he doesn't want those quarterbacks getting destroyed. So that that's a big part of whether you're talented or not. You got to be able to do those other things, especially because if you're playing against Florida and they've got all these great running backs, and we all know that, and you're not the receivers, nobody's really sure about. Um, you're going to play a lot of seven, you know, seven men in the box. So. And that means you're probably going to be blitzing guys. So your running backs, if they can't block, your quarterback's going to get killed. Yeah, have to figure it out. All right, let's get this final break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up the show right after this. 
Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. University of Florida Athletic Director Scott Strickland announced earlier this afternoon that there will be no requirement of a COVID test or a vaccination to attend any Gator sporting event this year. In the MLB, following their 3-1 victory last night, the Tampa Bay Rays will face the Philadelphia Phillies with live coverage starting at 6.30. Ryan Yarbrough will be on the bump for the Rays, opposed by hard-throwing right-hander Zach Wheeler of the Phillies. In the NFL, Trevor Lawrence officially was named the starting quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars by head coach Urban Meyer. Lawrence completed 20 of 32 passes in two games during the preseason and beat out Gardner Minshew for the starting job. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, they were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Put the worry in their hands and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Response to International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event has been incredible. But this is it, the final days. You have until August 31st to take advantage of the year's most attractive offer. Get IDC's amazing value price and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a special bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It's incredible. And everything's included. GIA certified diamonds, all shapes, all sizes, thousands of engagement rings, designer jewelry, colored gemstones, pendants, bands, bracelets, the largest selection ever. Get her that $3,000 diamond band and pay just $84 a month. Or if you prefer, you can get an instant 25% savings on all wedding bands during this incredible event. But there's just one catch. This spectacular summer of savings event ends Tuesday, August 31st at 6 p.m. and will not be extended. So hurry, pick any item, take advantage of three years zero interest financing, and let IDC even cover your first two payments. Now through the end of August only, and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. 
The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Well, you want to hear that, too, Southern Utah-San Jose State, my breakdown of that game? Nope. I was preparing it. If you can give me the Southern Utah nickname. Southern Utah, that would be the... um, I'm going to go with Aggies, but I don't think that's right. I think Utah State, I think, is the Aggies. It's not Scorpions. You know San Jose State's, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't say it, remember? Yeah, you you have a problem with that. Not allowed to. Dan, what's up? Welcome. Hello, Pat. I just wanted to respond to your uh, two days off in a week thing. Um, the Rays were off on Monday. They played Tuesday and Wednesday this week against Philadelphia. Then they're off Thursday before going to Baltimore. So that's two two days in a week off. Yeah. Yeah, it's just and weird to have two days in a row off in, in Major League Baseball. They are all... Yeah, well, you know, the funniest thing I, I heard in a while was Brian Anderson, who does the colored commentary on the Valley Sports thing. Yep. You know, the Rays are they're just killing the Baltimore. And he said, the Orioles need to be relegated to AAA because they are so <laughs> wow. bad. They are yeah. bad. It was, are I was bad. almost like I felt bad for them when the Braves exactly. were beating. Exactly. I felt so bad because they have no pitching in, in, in the bullpen, none. So if, if you get past the, their starter – Who's only going to last you about three or four innings anyway? It's lights out. They just—they're horrible. Yeah, and I don't well, know how a team gets that bad. Yeah, you wouldn't are. think in in Major League Baseball that it would get that bad. But I, I just pulled up their record, and and Camden Yards is amazing. It's such a great place to watch a baseball game. But they they are seventeen and forty one at home. So like, that's, why, that's, why would you even go? Like, that's it's, not good. It's just a shame. Well, watch them now sweep the Rays. Yeah. <laughs> this weekend. That's right. Anyway, all right, man. Thanks. Thank you, Dan. Southern Utah is the Thunderbirds. Ooh. They were just in the uh, FCS so, playoffs four years ago. How about that? <laughs> Thunderbird, that makes sense. That's like a roadrunner, right? <clears throat> I don't know if it is or not, but that that's what they used to call that group that worked for the um, Fiesta Bowl. Remember, they came here, and well, you would have been away before your time, but they came here in 1995 when Florida was going, and they had a big margarita party in the touchdown terrace for nice. us, the Thunderbirds. Is that the they, – they, they kept going to us. You know, I remember we, we had FSU last year. They drank way more than you did. We're like, ah, give me another one. They got you. <laughs> Is the, the Thunderbird what you bought when you went through your midlife crisis? I did have a Thunderbird, but I was married, and my wife actually bought it. So How about that? That was my first wife. Nice. The one that I rejected. Did you go fast in it? Nah, I never drive fast. I don't. I'm. I just. I, I'll get there when I get there. That's always been my philosophy. You didn't feel the need for speed. No need whatsoever. Like Tom Cruise. When's that new movie coming out? I Top don't know. Gun. I think they may have shelved it. Yeah, hope not. You know it's not going to be good. Probably not. No. You can't bring Kelly McGillis back. That would be nice. 
No, you don't want her now. Too old? No, she switched sides. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be on uh, outside of the studio tomorrow. Zach will be here as Pat goes down to Lakeland to give a uh, Gator Club speech. So we will be at Spurrier's Grill tomorrow and then a coach's show tomorrow night. So fun day at uh, hanging out with the head ball coach at his new place tomorrow afternoon. But we'll be doing the show, so call us up, have some fun for Big Will and Mr. Dooley. See you. I'm Jeffrey. Bye-bye. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi. Here's what's happening. It's official. Jaguars coach Urban Meyer in an announcement that shocked nobody. Named rookie Trevor Lawrence their starting quarterback for week one against the Texans. Jacksonville's not doing Lawrence any favors here, but has no other choice, according to ESPN NFL analyst Harry Douglas. You look at everything he's doing when he's trying to look downfield. Everything is moving fat, too fast for him, Yeah. right? Moving too fast, so he's not getting the ball to places that he needs to get it to him, uh, at, at the right time. But as far as sitting him, you can't sit him. He's the number one overall pick in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, the city was waiting on this. The owner, Tom, was waiting on this. I will be praying every Sunday morning for Trevor Lawrence because what I've seen in preseason, it's not good. Harry Douglas on first tag. Broncos named Teddy Bridgewater their starting QB. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow will make his preseason debut on Sunday. He is expected to get a limited number of snaps as he continues to recover from last December's knee surgery. Major League Baseball has revealed its postseason schedule. All begins with the AL wildcard game on October 5th. The World Series is scheduled to start on October 26th, and Game 7 would be on November 3rd. Hey, it's Alan Hahn, and Thursday on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, we're looking ahead to the final week of preseason games and one team that's finally playing their starters. That's Thursday morning on ESPN Radio. Janae and Golick Jr. The ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten announcing at a presser that they'd be working together going forward. How? Well, I'm glad you asked because we don't know either, Katie. What did we actually learn from these three conference commissioners when they got together? They've come to a gentleman's agreement where they look each other in the eye and say, I'm going to have your back and I trust you. Uh, so we're not going to realign, per se, or create this super conference. We're just going to be friends with benefits, essentially. Scheduling <laughs> benefits. I mean, that's what that's what it felt like it was, right? And no, you're exactly like, right. Like we're not, we're not gonna get married. We're not gonna go into a binding contract together. Heck, I don't even want to put a label on it, really, other than alliance. Like they're the couple whose status on Facebook is it's complicated. Janae and Golik Jr. Nothing complicated out here on Janae and Golik Jr. on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Mike Golick Jr., when you're sitting with Freddie Coleman here, who you guys hear all the time, 9 to 1 Eastern, with Ian Fitzsimmons on Freddie and Fitzsimmons here, life starts to get a little bit easier around here, Freddie. You're the I steadying so. force our department has. I do what I, you know, that's, a, that's your way to say I'm old, but I get it. I, yeah. I, would, I would never do that. I save the age-related slander for my father oh, and my do? father only. Everyone else, you, you get the respect younger than me, here. So you should give me the old slander. I'm completely okay with no, that. No, no, no. Age is just a number, Freddie. That see? is true. Plus, I've got to see, you are also, for anyone watching on ESPN+, Plus. 
you're in the community of bald friends here that I've got to remind me that that is not anything you got to be ashamed of. Here. You can you. rock the bald head proudly. Right, because bald-headed men are so smart. We keep telling people that, and they would pay attention to us if they know it's good for them. Finally, <laughs> a, a, man, a man of true here. wisdom and clarity. Here. Yes, here God, he so true here. Great to have <laughs> Freddie Coleman here with us. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We will get to our friend Jason Fitz in a little oh, bit man. as we roll along our training camp previews, heading out to Vegas to talk about the Raiders here. So I'm fit, sure Jason Fitz, lifelong diehard Raiders fan, will approach that very rationally here. We'll also no. get to hear some sound from Greg Sankey, who just joined the Paul Feinbaum show, uh-huh. the SEC commissioner, responding to some of the things that he's heard about this alliance, okay. what they've thought of the college football playoff here. You're breaking news, man. It's it's going well to be very interesting to see this right now. It, it, it sounded like there was a little bit of something oh. in the air for Greg Sankey there when he joined Paul. So we'll oh, get to boy. that in a little bit. But that is all that we heard here. As Christine Lisi put it, though, in the last Sports <laughs> Center update here. Boy, did she. These alliances are a little bit confusing. It's a little bit ambiguous right now. In news that surprised absolutely no one, the Jaguars were ready to put a label on their relationship. They named Trevor Lawrence the starter there after a preseason-long battle with Gardner Minshew, who, no slight to Gardner whatsoever, but Freddie... When you draft a guy with the number one overall pick and you wait till this long to go ahead and do the obvious thing, I think we're right to look and question what the hell was going on in Jacksonville, what this exercise was really about. When you mentioned that, I had not even thought about that, Gojo, and I said, you know what? That's exactly right because we knew who the Jacksonville starting quarterback was going to be. The minute that Roger Goodell said, we're the first pick in the NFL draft, the Jack Russell, <sighs> Trevor Lawrence. We knew that was going to be the starting quarterback. So why would you try to put people through the whole machinations of, well, it's a quarterback battle. We haven't made our decision yet. Nothing is settled. What are you doing at that standpoint if you're Urban Meyer, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars? And I know it sounds like it's a beat fest on Urban Meyer, but here's why I'm coming at him this hard. It's because you got to grow with this guy. You got to grow this team from being a one foot, one win football team in 2020. Why you even try to put out any kind of pretensions that this was a quarterback battle? Because guys have seen exactly what he can do, meaning Trevor Lawrence. They've seen what Gardner Minshew can't do, and that's why he drafted Trevor Lawrence number one. So why even put it out there? If you're worried about people taking you to task because you were going to announce him as the starter earlier than you were supposed to, nobody's going to rate you, Urban Meyer, over the coals from saying something.